Hello, this is Kristen McDonald, and welcome to Second Vision. My guest today is author Susan Shumsky. Susan's book, Prosperity Meditations, Everyday Practices to Create an Abundant Life, teaches us how to draw prosperity into our lives if we can abandon the idea that spiritual people must be poor. Using its methods, we can change our beliefs about prosperity and thereby draw greater wealth into our lives on all levels, spiritual, emotional, physical, material, environmental, and planetary. Susan is devoted to helping people take command of their lives in highly effective, powerful, and positive ways. She is an award-winning, best-selling author of more than 20 books, including Instant Healing, The Big Book of Chakras and Chakra Healing, and Third Eye Meditations. Chomsky is the co-founder of Divine Revelation, a unique field proven technology for contacting the divine presence, hearing and testing the inner voice, and receiving clear divine guidance. For 22 years, her mentor was Maharishi Mahashyogi, guru of the Beatles and Deepak Chopra. And I am so delighted to have you back on the show, Susan. How are you today? I am really excited to be here with you today, Kristen. Oh, it's always a joy. And as I said earlier before we started the show, the last time we spoke was in the beginning of the pandemic. So <laughs> that was uh that was a very rough time for the world and um you know there's there's been some healing going on, but we're still not where we want to be. But you've been so productive. So tell us about your new book and a little bit about your background, why you you wrote this book. I have two of your other books and I just love them. <laughs> <laughs> well, I love the books that are just like you pick up the book and you just do what it says and you get the result. And really the first one that was like that was instant healing. And that one was filled with affirmations, prayers, and so on. There actually are 243 affirmations and prayers in that book that deal with all areas of life. And then came third eye meditations which was also a guided meditation book that had affirmations and prayers uh, and that one was really about developing your spiritual self of realizing who you really are and really focused a lot on spirituality and opening up the third eye and then came earth energy meditations another one that was filled with affirmations, prayers, and these guided meditations. And that one is about how to stay grounded, how to stay centered, how to not be an energy sponge, how to not let people drain you and feel like people are being vampires around you, and how to uh, truly experience the, uh, the grounding that you need to have in order to uh, not be affected by negative influences in your environment. And then this one, this latest one, prosperity meditation. So once again, this is filled with wonderful guided meditations, affirmations, prayers, mantras to help you to attain what I call prosperity consciousness. 
You know, and I just love uh, the whole, the ability to pick up your books and listen to the affirmations, as I was just saying before the show started, because it's hard for some people to meditate, and especially being visually impaired, and many of our listeners are visually impaired, it's so much easier to listen to an affirmation than it is to create an actual vision board, you know, so you can do it when you wake up in the middle of the day. During the pandemic, a friend and I would sit on the phone and listen to your third eye meditations and do the affirmations together. And it was so oh, powerful. That's fantastic. Yeah, it was really nice. Yeah. It was just beautiful. That's terrific, because when two or more are gathered in my name, there I am in the midst of them. Yeah, and definitely. Definitely. Means, we do. Mm-hmm. What that means is that there's greater power when you have more than one person focusing on the same idea at the same time, manifesting the same result. That's the beautiful. Great thing, the great thing about guided meditation is that you don't have to be, you don't have to know how to meditate. You don't have to do anything. I call it the do-nothing program. Do nothing, nothing, and less than nothing. And when you do nothing, uh, the less you do, the better result you have. And so this idea of guided meditation, where all you do is just follow the instructions, step by step by step. You don't have to think about it. You don't have to worry about you're not doing it right or anything like that. Yes. And you don't have to feel like you have to blank your mind, or which is impossible, by the way. Uh, You don't have to feel like you have to uh, control or concentrate or any of the things that people try to do when they think they should (laughs) meditate in certain ways that are completely ineffective. That's it. Uh, I always have that guilt. You know, it's something a thought would travel into my brain, and then I try to use the one word and breathe and then think, I'm not supposed to be thinking about that. I'm supposed to be meditating. Yeah, there's so many misconceptions about about meditation. Yes. People think that you have to have no thoughts. Uh, Well, that's really quite, that's not a path that you can go down that's going to be effective for you. Let's just put it that way. No, Um, no, not at all. And you were, weren't you on the board of directors with Maharishi or, or, uh, with Maharishi, I was, he doesn't have a board of directors. I was on his personal staff for six years with Maharishi yes. Mahesh Yogi, who was the guru of the Beatles. And I lived in his various ashrams for two decades. So I became very proficient with meditation, needless to say, because his entire focus is meditation. So I right. definitely know how to get into the meditative state really easily, effortlessly, and and it's joyous for me to meditate. I love meditation, and I love to go into that transcendent uh, experience that's beyond the name, form, causality, beyond this relative existence, beyond duality, into that oneness. But uh, in order to do that, you have to learn how to meditate. Whereas guided meditation, you don't have to learn anything. You don't. There's nothing to learn. You just follow the instructions step by step. You just by step. follow and along. There's no. Yeah. There's no part of the meditation where you're wondering what to do. 
No, and your books are very time. thorough, and you change the concept from chapter to chapter. I, I really, I really have enjoyed them. So tell us more about this one, the prosperity, because we all want to know how to prosper more in our lives. I mean, is it a misconception that some people are just better at being, you know, knowing how to? You know, these people they lose their money and then they gain it back, and then there's some people who can just never make it. You know, I mean, by no fault of their own, but they try, 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 and they don't have that knack for bringing the prosperity back into their life. Right. So the reality is that everything that happens to us, well, actually, nothing ever happens to us. We only happen to ourselves. And we're creating our destiny moment by moment, day by day, through every thought, every word, and every deed. Um, Jesus once said, uh, a person is not defiled by what they put into their mouth. They're defiled by what comes out of their mouth. And so what he was saying is that we create our own reality and our own destiny through the the words that we speak. And, uh, And Buddha, he said, all that we are is the result of what we have thought. He says, all that we are is the result of what we have thought. If a person speaks or acts with a pure thought, then happiness follows him or her. If a person speaks or acts with an impure thought, then unhappiness follows him or her. So what he is saying is we are creating our destiny by through every thought, through every word, and through every deed. And then we are responsible. We're 100% responsible for what happens. So we are the creator. You know, we write the script. We are the actor on the stage. We're the director. We're the stagehand. We're the lighting. We're everything. We create everything about our life. So it's not that some people have dumb luck or something. It's that some people have created prosperity consciousness and some people haven't. Prosperity consciousness is the idea that you deserve to be fabulously wealthy if you desire that or to be comfortably wealthy if you desire that or just kind of middle class if you desire that. Whatever it is that you desire, you can have and it does manifest. It sounds perfectly easy, but it's not always that easy for everyone, from health problems to losing their business during a pandemic. I mean, so mm-hmm. so you just believe no matter what, how many hard knocks somebody has, that they can, you know, create abundance. Well, the reality I'm not disagreeing is... with you. I'm just I'm just asking, you know, because there <laughs> there's so many circumstances out there that make it difficult for some people. You think of how could they ever get out of this of box? Course. You know, of course it's difficult. And that's the reason why we call that incarnation. That's why we would call right. that being right. in the earth plane and walking around in duality in this uh, in in this relative world where we have white, black, yes, no, up, down, male, female, rich, poor. Right, right. That's duality. So, but it's created by our thoughts our words and our deeds and we have control only over our words and our deeds basically we don't have really much control over our thoughts 
The only mm-hmm. thing that we can really do about our thoughts is notice when we're being having a negative thought and then say an affirmation, say a prayer or do some meditation or or do some kind of spiritual practice to get us back into the positive frame of mind that we need in order to manifest good in our lives. But the basic underlying theme of what I want to put across is that when we believe that we deserve to be prosperous, then we are prosperous. That's what prosperity consciousness is. Right. It is the belief that you deserve to be whatever whatever level of wealth you you want and that you can create that through thoughts, words and deeds. And it and take it can take some effort, you know, it's it's not like uh, just everything's going to just fall in your lap. You have to not only uh it's it's important. I shouldn't say you have to. It's important that you not only think positive, but also speak words that create abundance results. Yeah, and also uh, do the deeds. You have to also act. So thoughts, words, and deeds are all involved with manifestation. On on every level, of and that's course. what we're talking about manifestation. So, uh, words like, for example, if you walk around and say, "Oh, I'm so unhappy. I'm so poor. I'm so uh, I'm so uh, unhealthy." Uh, if you walk around saying things like that, then you are attracting to yourself negative vibrations. You're putting out negative vibrations, and you're attracting negative vibrations. But if you say I am happy, I am joyous, I am fulfilled, I am healthy, I am wealthy. I am filled with peace, filled with love, filled with energy. These kinds of statements lift your vibration instantly. And when you have positive vibrations, when you have lifted vibrations, then you attract good to yourself on all levels, physical, mental, emotional, spiritual. So well, and it's like exercising your. So... Go ahead, sure. Words you speak are so important, and you say it's like exercising. Uh, yes, I, I didn't mean to interrupt you. Like a spiritual gymnasium, you know, it's like going to the gym. You have to work mm-hmm. that muscle, I imagine, because it's repetition. You can't just wake up one day. Let's say you're 40 years old and you've been taught differently, or you have these negative emotions embedded in your subconscious, you're not even aware. Some people think money's evil, you know, the difference between they want money, but they also think money is an evil. Maybe they don't deserve it, or money will ruin your life, or there's so many different misconceptions, you know, that that, uh, people uh, feel about money. Starting (laughs) with, uh, uh, it's as hard, it's, harder for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for a rich man to go to the kingdom of heaven. How about that? Right, um, right, exactly, exactly. How about, uh, you know, the poor, uh, blessed are the poor. You know, all of these sort of ideas that people have been taught 
that spiritual people can't be wealthy, and if you are wealthy, you can't possibly be spiritual. And it is, and money is the root of all evil. You know, I mean, really, uh, these things are very deeply ingrained, and we may not even think they are. They're just so deeply ingrained that, unfortunately, our subconscious mind is what manifests our reality. So we might have to go to that gym, the mental gym, like you say. Mm-hmm. And this book, Prosperity Meditations, is that mental gym. It is a way for you to change your mind from poverty consciousness to prosperity consciousness. And and the, it's a prosperity in every single way, you know, with with like yes. you say, spiritual, mental, environmental, planetary, you know, so it involves right. everything, your relationships, your, because that's really what we're looking for. It's not just the dollar bills. It's the, right. you know, it's the love in our a lives, the fulfillment, a rich, full life. Yeah. That's really what's important. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And paying and, your electric bill. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they all and go it's together. It's a matter of knowing that you deserve it. It's a yes. matter of uh Claiming it, it's a matter of living it, a matter of breathing it, uh, and like I said, you know, we may not have control over the various thoughts that run through our mind randomly throughout the day, but we have tremendous control over what we say and, and what, what we, we think. Do right. We don't. We right. don't have that much control over what we think. We have tremendous control over what we say and what we do. Now, well, but isn't a word a thought? A word is a thought until you say it out loud. <laughs> then it becomes right. speech. Right. So speech is man. Speech is more on the physical plane, and mm-hmm. so it speech is more about manifestation. That's why affirmations are so powerful and so yeah. important. Yeah, so powerful. And so, in your book, what's a vision scrapboard? A vision scrapboard would be uh, to take a piece of cardboard and and then rifle through magazines or rifle through the internet and find pictures that will help you to manifest the thing that you're wanting to manifest. For example, you might do a vision, a vision board Uh, about a place to live, maybe. You want to manifest a house, for example. Then you would go through uh, magazines and look for exterior and interior pictures of the ideal house, the uh, kind of house that you're looking for or that you want to manifest in your life. You know, it's funny, when I was studying... Oh, I'm sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. When I was studying um, acting in New York, this relates to what you're saying. Excuse me, in my 20s when I could see perfectly well, and I was studying commercial acting in New York, and one of my teachers used the the book, Bob Collier's book, you know, with the vision boards, and we used to – it was really helpful. And, of course, I could see at that time, you know, so doing exactly what you said, you know, pasting everything on a board and cutting things out from magazines. And and then later, as I started to lose my sight, 
I thought, well, how am I going to do this? So I started to write down affirmations instead, you know, uh, Mm -hmm. journaling and writing affirmations. So if you have any other suggestions for myself or people who are visually impaired listening or just people who just don't have the time to go through magazines, is there another way we can do our scrapboard, just by writing or? Yes, by writing and by speaking. Um, Mm -hmm. Make your vision board into a, a... Something you're saying, right? You know? Right. You can you can say, I now have my perfect, wonderful <clears throat> home that I feel so comfortable in, and it looks like this and this, and it has this many bedrooms, and and these are the furnishings in it. And as you're speaking, what will happen as you're speaking is that automatically your mind will create pictures. Yes. As yes. you're saying, now I'm walking into my living room, and what I see before me is a beautiful uh, sofa, and it is it is uh, covered with leather, and it is off-white, and now I see my beautiful uh, rug, and it feels like this when I walk over it with my bare feet, and I can feel it with my bare feet, and this is how it feels, and it's... It's uh, this color and just describing it with your words there you're creating you you are creating visualization that way that's yeah, a powerful way to create very powerful I remember that's how I actually started doing the podcast when I stopped working in entertainment and I thought I want to do something you know inspirational and and I was at a conference and somebody I had written it down somebody approached me and asked if I, this is before I was even doing this one on Airs LA, wanted to do some voiceover work and some, some podcasting. And it was, it, it, I said, wow, I just written that down the week before. So I'm going back about 10 years now. It's interesting. So I'm wow. going to start doing it again now. You've inspired me. Yeah, so what do you, I love your idea of yeah. writing it down. You know, yeah. there's, there's things you can do, you know. There's strategies you can use that will help yeah. you to manifest very powerful once you get it on paper out to the universe or, or using a vision board is wonderful for those who can see, you know. Yeah, and I think what you were really not, you really weren't asking me what a vision scrap board is. I think you were asking me what a vision scrap book is. Now, a yes, yes scrap that's what I meant. Book, mm-hmm. A vision scrap book is different from a vision board. It is, you take a, a you just buy a, a scrapbook or you buy a journal and then each page in your vision scrapbook will be about a different topic. Uh, One page might be about health, for example. And on that page, you would have pictures of uh, that remind you of healthy things, of being healthy. You know, you might have a picture of somebody running and a picture of somebody swimming and doing some different athletic things. And then there there would be words pasted on there about I am in perfect health. And uh, and in your scrapbooks or even in your vision boards, using little phrases that either you type out on a computer and, and stick in there or that you cut out from the magazines, little slogans and things, and then when then each page would be a different topic, and then each day you can go through your vision scrapbook and look at it and 
say the affirmations as you're going through it. And that's a great uh, suggestion. Yeah, I remember when I was, I don't know, back in the 1980s at some point, and I did one page of my vision scrapbook. I actually cut out a picture of a man from GQ that I was attracted to, and I stuck that into the, onto the page for my love relationship page. And I put some other things on there, like, little affirmations and I had a picture of higher something that reminded me of my higher power and and then I drew rays going from that higher power onto uh, down onto the pictures that I had put in there and and then I forgot about it and then a few years after that I ran across that scrapbook and I opened it up and I saw this picture and I couldn't believe it I was stunned because the man in the picture that I had cut out of GQ magazine looked exactly like this guy that I had dated for a couple of years. Oh, my (laughs) God. You got the GQ guy. (laughs) Good for you. You scored. Funny. That That is really funny. Mm -hmm. That is great. Well, so why do you think so many spiritual people? I love that. I love that. Why do you think so many spiritual people struggle with prosperity? Because they think that money is the root of all evil. They may not say it, but they believe it. They believe that, been taught that people must be poor. And that it is unholy for a spiritual person to have money. But, you know, that's so illogical. I mean, wouldn't this world be a better place if people who are highly spiritual had the wealth? Just think of all the power they could wield and how how we could create such a better society if if there were truly spiritual people who only thought about the welfare of humanity if they were in charge. <laughs> uh, it, so, it's, it's just not fair. <laughs> That's why Joel Osteen is always being put down. I think why are they putting him down? He's just he, look at how many people that the you know the love and and uh, you know he, he does a lot of good in the world. And why shouldn't he, he make money it. from his books and being on television? Definitely. There's nothing wrong with it. Definitely, yeah, yeah. He's he's extraordinary. So yes, yes um, yeah, we deserve people who are spiritual deserve prosperity. And they have to change their attitude. Uh, the thing is that if you hate wealth, you're not going to get it. Uh, wealth goes where it's welcomed, and it stays where where it's loved. <laughs> so yeah, it makes if sense. If you hate money, if you hate money, you're not going to get it. Uh, you attract to yourself the things that you love, not the things you hate. So. My suggestion is to start to change your attitude about money and to start to say affirmations like, I love money and money loves me. It comes to me often and it sticks with me. These kinds of affirmations are good for you. And that is just, that was, that one that I just said is an example of an affirmation that's, uh, in my book, Prosperity Meditation. So is that what you call prosperity consciousness, creating a prosperity consciousness? Exactly. Through changing your speech patterns, 
through affirmations and through changing your consciousness through meditation, you are gaining and growing your prosperity consciousness. And by doing that, you attract prosperity. And prosperity comes to positive. Prosperity sticks to positivity. <laughs> it sticks to people who uh, who have a positive attitude and who truly believe that they deserve to have it. I love that. Because we, we manifest that. whatever it is we believe we deserve. Of course. First deserve, then desire. First deserve. That makes sense. Then desire. That's what like, Maharishi used to say that. So what is the unlimited thinking exercise? Ah, we could do the unlimited thinking exercise right now. Sounds great. The only thing is, uh, okay, we'll have to do it without people actually writing it, unfortunately. Okay, so um, what would you, the unlimited thinking exercise is this. What would you do? If you had, what would you do with your time every day? Uh, how You woke up in the morning, you go through your day. What would you do if you had unlimited money, unlimited wealth, unlimited happiness, unlimited helpers, if you... could never fail if you had unlimited courage, if you had unlimited power, if you had unlimited prosperity and unlimited prosperity consciousness, what would you do with your day? And uh, not what you would buy with your money, what you would do every day. Now, what I would normally do is I'd have people write a list of what they would do. But we don't have time for that because we can't have dead air on a podcast. But what people can do is right now just think in your mind or visualize in your mind what you would do. And think about uh, how you would interact with other people how you would occupy your time, what you would create with all this unlimited power that you've got, what exactly would you do? So now that you've got that firmly implanted in your mind, um, the uh, punchline is (laughs) (laughs) that this list that you've made in your mind This list is really, uh, it is your blueprint or your manifesto for this life. That's what this is. And so writing these things that you're going to do is basically your wish list. It's basically your goal. And these are the things that it is best for you to begin to work towards creating in your life. And it's important to understand that this is not impossible. 
if you just take one of those little things on your list and make one little baby step in the direction of fulfilling that, you'll be amazed at how uh, how quickly and how easily and effortlessly you can begin to go in the direction of manifesting this mission statement that you've made. It's really magical, too, sometimes. And I, I've dabbled in this at times in my life, of course, you know, visualization and, and writing things down, manifesting it. But I, I've always been amazed at how out of the blue something will happen that mm-hmm. you just think, well, how did that happen? You know, I mean, this relates to another question about the secret. What do you, what do you feel about the secret? Is it too simplistic or uh, how does your, your system different, differentiate from the, the, the secret? How's well, it it's been a long time since I read The Secret, but uh, but The Secret, I think, is basically the idea that it's really the idea of karma, the idea of that you it is done unto you as you believe, is what Jesus said. It is done unto you as you believe. And it's not as you believe on your conscious level, it's actually as you believe on your subconscious level. So you mm-hmm. have to not only change your conscious belief, more importantly, you have to change your subconscious belief. Right. And as you mentioned earlier, you mentioned this idea of just hammering at it and repetition is really the way that you can change those subconscious beliefs. And it takes some uh, focus in, in the direction of positivity in order to do that. Yeah, it if takes you work. have a you know, if you have a crappy attitude to begin with because of things that have happened to you in your past and either this life or in past lives where you have just been devastated with so many terrible uh, things that have given you a a really uh, depressing kind of viewpoint about life and about, and about, and being feeling so disempowered about it, then it takes some uh, repetition, as you mentioned, mm-hmm. to uh, come back to the positivity. But it's amazing how quickly that can happen uh, because uh, the power of your word, when you say these things uh, audibly, not just reading, thinking, but saying Mm-hmm. And as you said, you got on the phone with somebody, a friend, and you said the affirmations audibly together. That even creates a, a whole other level of power. It's really powerful. We did about yeah, 20 very... minutes of yoga together on speakerphone during the pandemic, and then I would play the third eye meditation for her. And this is a beautiful friend of mine, uh, actress Terry Moore, you know, she and I have been friends for years and years, and she's actually going to be 93 in January, and she oh just lived for those meditations. Uh, she's wow. more active than all of us put together, okay? So I shouldn't even talk about her age because she wow. does more than all of us put together on the planet, always writing books oh and out exercising and doing everything. So she's, she's a wonderful gal, but um, she loved the meditations, and we do them together. Oh, oh wonderful. Yeah, yeah That's it's fantastic. really nice. Yeah, so, you know, we only have certain amount of time and we could go on and on forever but i'd love you to tell the audience again your website and the name of your book and if there's anything else you want to add before we we have to close today because it's been so wonderful you just have so much great information to share 
well, thank you. So uh, Prosperity Meditations is my new book, which it will come out on January 1st, but you can pre-order it right now on Amazon, on Barnes & Noble, on IndieBound, on, um, through your local bookstore. Uh, you can pre-order it right now. And uh, Prosperity Meditations. And uh, my website is drsusan.org. That's drsusan.org. And also I do these cruise ship seminars, holistic cruises, and uh, tours to sacred destinations, and that's on my travel site, which is divinetravels.com. That's D-I-V-I-N-E, travels, T-R-A-V-E-L-S-S on the end, travels is plural, divinetravels.com. That sounds like a lot of fun, your cruises, and I hope they start up again soon, too, in a nice, safe way. I do have some schedules. I have mm-hmm. some schedule for next year, so check, Great. check out the website, com. Great. That sounds fantastic. Well, as always, it's a pleasure, and you have so much incredible information to share with people, and you've inspired me again. Uh, and a question, is this particular book, your latest book, uh, Prosperity Meditations, is it on Audible? Uh, yes, it will be. Yes, that's great, because I have the other ones on Audible, and I love that. Then I can just turn them on and listen to my meditations. Terrific. Well, thank you, Susan, and so much good luck to you, success. And uh, I know that this book will be a huge hit. And for those of you listening, thank you so much, my guest today, Dr. Susan Shumsky. And remember, just shut your eyes, do the affirmations, visualize what you want, and I hope it all comes true. I'm Krista McDonald for Second Vision. Thanks for listening. Have a blessed day.